listening to the Last Gen Podcast brought to you by Miracle Word Ministries. These episodes are specifically created with students in mind. More than ever before, we must know why we believe what we believe, build strong faith, and stay on fire for God. We know that Jesus is coming soon, and we're going to live like this is the last generation. Are you ready? Let's go. Well, the secret's out. The secret is finally out. We're starting a church. First of all, it took forever. It felt like it took forever for me to keep that secret. Ten months of keeping a secret. Was it ten months? Well, we got the word in January in Indiana while we were fasting. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we didn't announce till the end of October. So right. it was almost 11 months. Well, yeah, ten months. Because end of January, end of October. So ten months. And uh, that's something that's that's a lot to sit on for ten months. I mean, right. literally every broadcast, every revival meeting, every time talking to people. Uh, but it's finally out. Was there like a, a period where you were like, like you heard from the Lord, but then was there like a period where you were like going back and forth, like, is this me? Is this the Lord? Is this me? Or yeah, well, I think mainly because, um, you know. You want to make sure that everything you're doing, I mean, if you're doing it the right way, you want to make sure that everything you're doing uh, is by the leading of the Lord. So we base a lot that we do in the ministry on Psalm 127, verse 1. Mm -hmm. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. So we don't ever want to work in vain. So we don't ever do something because it's a good idea. We don't ever do something because we can do it. We don't ever do something because other people are doing it. We want to do it only because the Lord told us to do it. So uh, I feel like that was the biggest part of the fasting and prayer was just the understanding like, Lord, this is your clear guidance for us. And if it is, then we're going to pursue it because that means if he's commanding it, he'll supply it. He'll open the doors. He'll bless it. His hand will be on it. Right. Uh, So, yeah, I mean... I don't think I, it's not as much about going back and forth as just ensuring it was the Holy Ghost. Right. And so <clears throat> now a lot of people, I think, like when you told the team, I feel like there was a mixed reaction. Some of us were surprised. Some of us were like, finally. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I feel like there's the same kind of reaction with, you know, with people that follow the ministry is like, there were people that were like, I had no idea, didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. You know, at the partner banquet, people were like flipping out. Yeah. Like they just did like lines of yeah, a substance. Um. <laughs> a white granular substance. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as far as the team goes, I think everybody on the team kind of felt it coming. Right. I mean, you know, we talked about it. We threw the idea around even earlier than that because we felt this We felt this tugging in that direction. Right. Um, and so I think everybody was, like, excited, on board, and, like, ready to go. Right. When it came to the partners uh, and, and, and everybody – um, there were definitely people that were like, I already knew this. Mm-hmm. Like we had multiple people come to us. And I think that's part of being connected to a ministry by the spirit mm-hmm. is that you have that same heart and vision of the ministry. And, uh, there were people that came to us that were like, we knew in our spirits, this was happening. We right. knew it. Um, you know, they, they even talked to each other and were like, you know, husbands and wives, like, they're going to think we're nuts if we tell them this. Like, right. but, you know, we had people that were like, we're moving to that area. We're going to move down there and be a part of it. We know something's getting ready to happen. There were a ton of people, like, leading up to it, it would just be like back and forth. Like, you know, like I'd hear you guys talking about, like, another person just told us, I don't know why, but we feel to move to West Palm. Yeah. Like, you, we don't even, like, right now, we don't even live in West Palm. Right. Like, we live an hour from West Palm. Yep. The church is going to be near the, the Palm Beach area, and yeah. people are, like, getting jobs there they're moving there and it's crazy it's like mm-hmm. you know it's-, it's the lord you know the holy ghost leading people 
um, you know, the Bible says that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God, Romans 8, 14. So people are already feeling it if right. they're connected to this ministry. Right. And uh, so there were some of those people that were like, we knew this was coming, we knew this was happening. There were others that were like, yeah, we definitely felt that. We right. felt that you would do this someday. And there were others who were like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, those are the ones that don't pray. Right. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but th- there were others that were like, are you serious? This is really happening? Yeah. And, and and excited about it, happy about it, but didn't really necessarily see it coming. Right. Um, so it was cool to see the mixture. But when we announced at the partner banquet, I mean, people were shouting, screaming. It was It was just like straight up. Uh, happy that it yeah. was taking place. It's, I mean, it's it's exciting for everyone that's that's you know been a part of the ministry. I feel like this is a question that that people, or not a question, but like something that people have noticed as like your ministry progressed and progressed. You carry something that like you carry like the pastor's anointing. Like you're an evangelist, but there's something. I mean, even look at the ministry now. We're basically a church, you know, like it, how it is right now that just is going to move into it. Like we've got all the parts of it. Right. No, that's true. It's, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't make sense for the, the average evangelistic ministry. Right. Most, most evangelic evangelistic ministries never start a children's ministry, right. never have a youth ministry, right. don't have things, a women's ministry, things like that. Right. So that there were some of those clues early on, like, Lord, why are you giving us all these additional ministries, right. uh, that are being developed and taking off, truly taking off. Um, you know, it doesn't make sense to an evangelistic ministry. And then there were the prophetic words, you know, that we got from our pastor, you know, mm-hmm. things, the things that he would say to us, uh, that would be in the direction, um, or just some of the words, the way they were worded and the way that the Lord was speaking through him. It was like, we sat back after them and my wife and I talked and we're like, how does that apply or pertain to, uh, an evangelistic ministry? Like right. the, the things he was saying, but it was the Lord prepping us. Uh, for what was going to happen with the church. And so that all makes sense now. Right. It didn't make as much sense then, but the Lord was preparing us for it. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, and then I've heard from, <laughs> I can't tell you how many pastors that I've talked to that are like, you know, they just, you know, even people in my own family and they're like, man, you, you are, you have the, you, you're an evangelist, but a lot of times you have the heart of a pastor. Right. No. And when you're at churches, like they'll, they'll even comment on like, man, the way you, you're just always like the last person out talking to people, everybody yeah. that was, that stays around or whatever it might be. Um, I've just kind of always been that way, but I think it also plays in because the Lord's been preparing this for a long time in my, in my mind, because, mm-hmm. you know, when I went to Bible school, I've known I was called to be an evangelist since five years old. Right. But when I went to Bible school and came out, uh, and after traveling full time for a year, um, the Lord spoke to me very clearly in February of 2003 mm-hmm. to um, move to Virginia Beach to help my uncle uh, plant the church that he was planning. Right. And it, in my natural mind, it didn't really make sense because it was like, I'm called to be an evangelist. Why, Lord, are you having me here? Um, on staff at a church for eight years. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, it makes total sense now because I've seen both sides of ministry. I've I've seen the pastoral side in application and evangelistic. And so, like, and it was was at the time where he was just starting it, right? Right. He was planting. I was there to help him plant the church. And so you've seen a church launch, like, from... From nothing. Right. Yep. I was around from the very beginning to when, you know, he was meeting in uh, the the Regent University Law Library, uh, we oh, had wow, we had services that. in there. 
uh, at Founders Inn. We had services yeah. in those uh, banquet rooms mm-hmm. to, to start, to right. start. And I believe at the beginning he did like once a month. And then after that, it started going to weekly services. Right. And, uh, and Pat Robertson was very kind. Of, no one had ever been allowed to use the law library before. Really? And we used the law library for many weeks in, the, in that transition before we went into the building. And, um, and so I got to be there from the very beginning, even when I was, people don't know this, even when I was in Bible school in my final year of Bible school, uh, I was going to the place where I was flying to Virginia beach from Tulsa every week to lead praise and worship and do youth. Really? Yeah. So I would week, almost every week. Yeah. Cause it, it launched in your last year of Bible, Bible school. Well, he was just getting going because my final year of Bible school was the fall of 2001 mm-hmm. to the spring of 2002. Okay. And he was already starting. So not, not every single week, but there were many weeks that I would fly from Tulsa uh, to Virginia Beach to go and help uh, doing one of those services, whether it was a monthly meeting, a weekly meeting. Right. Um, I mean, I can remember there were times. I mean, I, I drove in a whiteout one time. A snowstorm had hit. In Virginia and I, Beach? No, no. And I was out in the, in the west. Right. And I, I had to drive from like somewhere in... I think I had to drive from somewhere in Oklahoma to somewhere in Arkansas to get this flight. Dang. And it was like a whiteout. It was like just snow everywhere. And I had to find, it was a tiny little airport in the middle of a regional, like residential area. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And then from the very beginning and then moving there after that, it was just really the Lord uh, showing me both sides, pastoral side, evangelistic right. side. I learned so many things, so many things being on staff at Dominion Christian Center that I would have never learned just being an evangelist because right. you don't see that side right. of a uh, a church ministry, mm-hmm. you know, a, a pastoral ministry. Right. And so um, I kind of got involved other than maybe admin uh, type stuff, which other people were doing the majority of that, but um, doing everything else in, in the in the church right. from youth to young adults to graphics to TV to radio to, right. you know, music and all, all those different things. And it helped me a ton right. to learn that stuff at an early age. And that's why you can teach everyone else that stuff. So um and this isn't and this isn't to like say, you know, that every other church isn't doesn't have a right and that's why we're starting a church. Right. But, but what what do you think is going to make Miracle Word Church distinct? What's gonna yeah. um, make it different? Well, first of all, churches number one, churches aren't in competition. Mm-hmm. You know, right. that's the first thing people need to understand. Right. Churches are not in competition. Exactly. We've been called by God to make disciples, to reach the lost. And I will say this, if I move, you know, which which we're getting ready to go and, and, and launch these services in West Palm Beach and launch this church. If every unsaved person just in the West Palm Beach area got saved, yeah. there would not be enough room in all the churches right. to house them. Like, literally, wow. there aren't enough churches right. in West Palm Beach or in any city of America. Right. There aren't enough churches to hold every unsaved person that's in that city. Right. So if you think about it that way, it's like, well, we need another church. We don't have enough churches. That's there right. aren't enough churches in America to hold. If we really were doing what the, the Great Commission, if we were really right. uh, seeing souls saved the way that we're supposed to with urgency, mm-hmm. Uh, knowing that time is short, the harvest is plenteous, the laborers are few, the Lord of the harvest is sending laborers in. If we truly were all engaged, and I, I say that not as a slam against other churches, but just as an uh, an observation of right. what's happening, yeah. the average church in America has sixty five people in it, right? And that's because they're not they're either not soul winning churches or they have so such poor administration that even if they do get people saved and come visit, they're not retaining those people, mm. right? right? So. If we were truly engaged in the harvest, the way that we're called to be, 
there's not enough churches in any city to hold the, the, the souls that would come in. Right. So it's not, we don't look at it from a standpoint of, well, we don't need another church. You know, they, they said that to my, my uncle when he was going to start the church in Virginia Beach. Really? You know, the city council, do you really think that this city needs another church? Yes, <laughs> this city needs another church. Wow. Because this, there's not enough churches. Right. And so we understand from a Christian standpoint, the harvest is plenteous. Right. The fields are white and ready to harvest. Right. There's not enough laborers. And there's more laborers dropping out every right. year. So yeah. there's not enough laborers. Still to this day, there's not enough. Mm-hmm. And we need more laborers in the field. Right. Because time's short, souls are there. So I don't look at it from the standpoint of there's no competition among churches, right. even though some may be in competition. That's yeah. not what it's about. And there's not enough churches. And there's too many unsaved people. Right. Right? So we're going there on a mission. Right. And that's why we created... Uh, what's known as the H9 system. Mm-hmm. And if people that are listening or watching go to miraclewordchurch.com, mm-hmm. there's a place on the website where if you want to get a copy of our uh, church culture guide, which lists the nine elements that make our church unique or mm-hmm. what we're basing our church culture on, they can download it, a PDF, uh, absolutely free from the website. But um, I would say knowing those nine things mm-hmm. moving forward yeah. will keep us in unity and will keep us in a place where we are progressing and we are effective and efficient in in our calling, in right. our in our purpose. So I think that's huge. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, I'm sure there's a ton of questions that people have. Ton. So obviously, rapid fire, are you stopping the evangelistic ministry? No. So we will continue to travel. We'll continue to hold revivals. We'll continue um, even in the church, you know, while it's yeah. live. Um, because it's, it's not, we're not stopping one to do the other. We're just adding this to what we already do. Right. And of course I will be at the church. I will be in my pulpit. I will be preaching. Uh, it's not going to be a church where like you come in and every Sunday there's someone different because you know, pastor Ted's on the road preaching somewhere else. I will be in my pulpit preaching to my people, raising up disciples, but, uh, we will also still hold revivals. Mm -hmm. We may not keep the same, uh, heaviness of schedule that we do now where we're out sometimes three, four times, three, four weeks, you know, at a time. Um, but we still will be holding revivals and traveling and speaking right. in, in this nation and in other nations. Right. Uh, like we're getting ready to go to Columbia here in just a few weeks. So right. we're going to continue doing those things. And I've had people ask the questions, even pastors. Yeah. You know, I had one pastor who was like, oh, we really enjoyed the ability to have you when you were still traveling. I was like, no, no, I'm still <laughs> like, traveling. Like you died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we loved Brother Ted. He was a good guy. <laughs> Uh, but but in all reality, we're still going to be doing those things. You know, technology makes it so easy today to do right. all the things you need to do. Yeah. So it's not like it's 1800 where you, you have to get on a horse and right. go somewhere. Like, you know, I can be, you know, we jump on this flight to go to Columbia out of Miami. We'll be there in three hours. Really? We'll be in Bogota, Columbia in three hours. Wow. So, I mean, it's not like we, we can't um, uh, do, do everything God's called us to do. And right. we'll do, we have the grace to do it mm-hmm. and we have the ability to do it. So right. none of those things will stop. Um, and then question, and then we'll wrap it up, a question that people have been asking, um, when should we expect, like there, there's people that are already like ready to move down, like they, yep. they feel it in their spirit. Obviously there's going to be a ton from West Palm itself, but people feel the tug to move down. Right. When should we move down? When, when, when are you planning to have service? Well, people can do whatever they want as far as they can move as quickly as they want to move. Right. But um, our goal is, is I would like in early 2023 mm-hmm. for us to be able to start having services and launch launch the actual ministry. Right. Uh, one of our main prayer points right now on the mm-hmm. list, and again, if people go to miraclewordchurch.com, they can see we have our, our seven main prayer points that we're asking people to stand with us 
uh, in those seven areas. But one of the main ones is that God will give us the perfect location. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the one of the benefits of being connected to Christ in covenant, God's people are people of ownership. We're called right. to take the land to have ownership. And so uh, we're believing God's going to give us the perfect location right. and that we'll have exactly what he wants us to have. And um, But until then, I'm not waiting till we own a building to start right. holding services. So we're going to announce the launch uh, probably early 2023 mm-hmm. and have that initial launch service that so many people have written in are like, we want to be there for the opening Sunday. Right. And so we're going to, we'll make those announcements soon as we're moving forward, but we're looking at early 2023 to start holding services. Awesome. And then last question, how do you and Pastor Carolyn feel at this moment? Oh man, excited. I I mean, we've been excited for this entire year and before as the Lord's been leading us in this direction, but it's more of like a, uh, it's like a chomping at the bit feeling. It's not like an anxiety. I don't feel any of that. I don't feel any kind of nervousness or anxiety or anything. None of, none right. of that. It's more like let's roll, let's go now, let's mm-hmm. run. You know, like I'm ready to run. Right. Um, I'm a stallion, and it's in, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm like I had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream. I was a stallion, was a stallion on, the <laughs> on the beach, and I was running. Um, what do you think that means, brother Alex? Uh, so we're we're more like chomping at the bit, ready to run, ready to roll, right? And uh, and, and start doing what God's called us to do. So. Uh, we both feel very excited, very mm-hmm. lot of expectation, a lot of faith. Faith is high. Yeah. You know, our faith stays high for what God's called us to do. So um, God just keeps increasing this ministry. I mean, it's all by his hand. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm really going to stick with that verse of Scripture. It's the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our eyes. Right. That whatever happens through the, the leading of the Spirit, it's going to be the Lord's doing. Mm-hmm. It'll be marvelous in our eyes. It'll be marvelous to see. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Me too. I'm very excited. Very, very excited. Um, what next steps do you want people to take? Like, what are the things, like, if they, if we want to be super connected yeah. to what's happening, because right. you know, we already have social media, we've already yep. got things going on. Obviously, Miracle Word Ministries has been around for a right. long time, so we've yeah. got stuff going on. But where's the next step? Where, where should so, they get involved? So, regarding the church, I would say a few things. Number one, um, if you go to miraclewordchurch.com, there's a place where you can click and even even to get our, our culture guide mm-hmm. uh, where you can sign up to stay connected with updates about what's happening with the church. So people can go on, on there, sign up to receive email updates. Uh, if you go to miracleword.com forward slash text, right. you can sign up to be part of the text family where you get text messages from me specifically about what we're doing with the ministry and updates that way. It's the easiest way to stay connected. Right. Number uh, three is is get those prayer points and pray with us. Mm-hmm. Pray with us. Uh, we made them so people could hang them on their fridge so they could keep them in front of their eyes. Mm-hmm. S- keep, keep setting your faith for the seven things we've asked God for and pray with us. Mm-hmm. Pray with us. And finally, if you want to stay connected financially, go to miracleword.com and whether you sign up to be a partner, giving something every month, maybe people own a business, they want to mm-hmm. sow largely from their business. Uh, it's going to take resource. It's going to take a lot of money to do what God's called yeah, us to do. And it's going to impact an entire region. Yeah. And I believe that by the time we're done, it'll impact the whole nation. Oh, yeah. When I tell, when I start to tell people about the prophetic words that Bishop Rick has given us regarding what's going to happen in West Palm Beach, it's going to blow some people's minds. But we'll probably release and talk about that at a later date. But uh, it's going to impact the region. It's going to impact the nation by the time we're done. Yeah. And uh, so it's going to take some some resources. It's going to take millions and millions of dollars yeah, to do. Or, no, it's it's not even close to small. Uh, one of the things Carol and I just kept saying, even throughout the whole year, we're not called to be small. Yeah. We're not called to be small. None of God's people are called to be small. Right. We're called to increase, to take uh, dominion, and to be effective and impact their generation. So. 
going to take millions of dollars, mm-hmm. and God's going to bring it in. Yeah. But if you want to be connected, because see, there's a blessing in that sowing. There's a blessing in staying connected to what God's doing in the earth. And um, I was talking with my cousin about the fact that there are certain ministries that have just not compromised, that God's got his hand on, and they're increasing. Even in a time when others were decreasing, mm-hmm. they're increasing. And uh, we've not stopped increasing since we've started. It, 2020 and 2021, during the lockdown and just post-lockdown, best years this ministry ever had. We exploded in growth, right. exploded in every metric. Mm-hmm. And uh, so God's hand is on this ministry. It's not It's not me. It's, it's what God's doing. And so I'm just going to tell you, if uh, if people want to stay connected, they can sow at miracleword.com. If there was ever a time to connect your finances with the kingdom, now is the time. Yeah. And so I know there's going to be people that sow $100,000. There may be people that sow $500,000, a million dollars from their, yeah. whatever. But whatever you can do at the level that you're at, that's what I would encourage people. Yeah. What level has God placed you? At what level has God placed you? And then do something that takes faith to do. Yeah. Well, listen. I'm sure everyone else that is listening are they're very pumped. Everyone been writing in like like so excited. Um, thanks for thanks for being on. Yeah. And uh, and thanks for everyone that was listening and watching. Um, I love you. I love you too. And uh, I love you. I was, I was just talking to them. But oh well, I love you too. That, that was awkward. <laughs> I mean, I love you too. <laughs> Listen. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you guys later. Later.